Welcome Inside the Vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind R. John Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and it is for serious entrepreneurs only. This is part two of our month-long series on selling taken from Arjun's members-only quarterly meeting in Phoenix in 2022. In this lesson, Arjun breaks down the top mindset issues that will sabotage your ability to make sales. If you haven't already, be sure to check out part one of this episode first. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjan is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjan, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjan's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. Number five, the fear of being judged. The fear of being judged comes from the lack of having your own criteria, your own definition of success, your own standards that you judge yourself by. That song we heard from the Violent Femmes was not chosen by accident. When you know who you are, when you know what you're about, when you have an objective criteria for your life, when you have standards that you judge yourself by, then you can't be judged by anyone else in a way that matters to you. You can't judge me in a way that matters to me because I judge myself. Sometimes I judge myself harshly. Sometimes I judge myself not harshly enough. But I judge myself, which is why you can all go fucking kiss off and it doesn't really matter to me. Because I'm not here for your approval. I'm here in service to you. I'm not here for your approval of me. You get the distinction? The subtle but very important distinction to make. It'll make you millions of dollars if you can make this distinction. Number six, your subconscious is screwing with you in the sales call. It's got this dialogue going in the back of your head. I remember I was uh, arguing a motion one time for a friend of mine. My client was actually a really, really good friend of mine. And the, 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 the outcome of this particular uh, hearing was going to have a huge impact on his business and his life, and worse of all, his ego. And the whole time that I'm trying to make the argument, this guy is yammering in my ear. You ever had that happen in court or in a deposition? Passing me notes and don't forget that. What about this? It got so bad that the judge literally stopped the hearing and said to my client, You need to shut up and let your lawyer think. 
Like it was that bad. But that's what's happening in your sales calls. Who am I to be making this sale? Oh my God, I'm trying to sell a $50,000 service. I only make $25,000. I'm trying to sell a $100,000 divorce and I only make $50,000 a year salary. Oh my God, who am I to... I, 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 make, I make $50 an hour and I'm trying to sell a service for $500 an hour. And who am I to do that? And I mean, this whole big thing, it just becomes this tornado of self-talk bullshit going on in your head. And you have to just like... You got to get to that calm place. Sales should be. Come on, everyone. Sales should be. I didn't hear it over there. Sales should be. Sales should be boring. All the crap going on around you, in your head, it's just like you're whistling a tune. Oh, you got that out of your way? Oh, you got that out of the way? You got that out of your system? Okay. Back to the conversation. Oh, you want to attack me and tell me that I'm a stupid idiot and my service and my firm sucks and who do I think I am? So you were saying that he beat the shit out of you again yesterday, and now we got to make a decision what to do about it. I mean, they, they, because what's happening is you are taking your prospective new clients out of their own comfort zone. And it's one thing to become aware of and control your own in, in internal dialogue and to understand that your subconscious is banging a drum, scaring you, but they're going through the same thing. And their subconscious is going to start biting you and it's going to start attacking you. And it's going to start trying to make you go away so that it can stay comfortable and familiar, even if what it's comfortable and familiar with is terrible. How many of you have been on a call with me? It could be a happy hour call. It could be a practical, profitable mindset call. It could be any, a, a momentum call. How many of you have been on a call with me and you've seen someone trying to attack me so I'll leave them alone and stop asking them those questions. Come on, raise your hand. Okay, fine. Now, as we were saying, right, you got to have, you got to control the inner voice. All right. Uh, Seven, you take things personally. And the number one reason you take things personally is usually because you're selling the wrong thing. This is a very simple mechanical thing to solve. I don't know why everyone has such a hard time implementing it. I think it's ego, maybe self-esteem. It's very, very simple. You are all selling the same thing. Family law attorneys, you're selling the same thing as bankruptcy attorneys. Bankruptcy attorneys, you're selling the same thing as immigration attorneys. Immigration attorneys, you're selling the same thing as real estate attorneys. Real estate attorneys, you're selling the same thing as intellectual property attorneys. Y'all get the idea? Who wants to bet that there's someone in this audience who's dying to raise their hand and say, but Arjun, what about? (laughs) Yeah, you're selling the same thing too. And so am I, right? We're all selling the same thing because everyone's coming to us to buy the same thing. 
Everyone's coming to us to buy a better future. That's all they want. And if you're trying to sell your credentials and they reject your firm, oh my God, they've rejected my credentials. And if you're trying to sell your experience and they don't value their future enough to buy your services, then you take it as a rejection of your experience. And if you're trying to sell how brilliant you are and they don't value their future enough to make an investment in your services, then, oh my God, maybe it's because I'm not so brilliant. But if you allow them to buy what they want to buy, there's that need to be right again. If you allow them to buy what they want to buy, then you can never take it personally when they don't buy it because it's got nothing to do with you. They're walking in with a problem. They're looking for a way to have a better future by resolving that problem. And when you give them an opportunity to resolve the problem, to get a better future, what they're effectively saying when they say no is, I don't value my future enough to hire your firm to help me get that better future. That's all it is. It's got nothing to do with you. Now, when you can go into a sales call and not take it personally when they say no, when you can have like sincere empathy for the person, when you can look at the person who says, no, I'm not going to engage your services to help me and my family have a better future and really, truly, sincerely feel bad for them, your close rate is going to go through the roof, not just on each individual sale. That's not going to change the person who doesn't value their future. They don't value their future. That's, that's a tragedy. But the next day, you're not going to come in all beat up. And the next week, you're not going to come in all beat up. And the next month, you're not going to come in all beat up because every time someone says, no, I don't value my future enough to let you help me grow my business or get out of an unhappy relationship or you know, protect my future or whatever with an estate plan, I don't value myself enough to buy your services. Man, I feel so bad for this person that they have such low self-esteem. I feel so bad for this person that they don't see a bright enough future for themselves that they're willing to make an investment in it. I mean, that's literally exactly what I think every time someone doesn't engage how to manage. Because, I mean, the proof that what we do works is like overwhelming, right? And every year, we, every quarter, we get prospective new members who are like, uh, I'm not going to do this. Really? It comes with a 100% money-back guarantee. You're not going to come to a, you're not going to go through a four-week virtual boot camp from home to get a free sample. Really, you're not going to come to a live discovery day that comes with a 100% money-back guarantee that could potentially change the future trajectory of your whole family's life for generations. Wow. What must have happened in this person's life that they have so little self-respect and value themselves so little. And that's literally what goes through our mind. And that's not to be an asshole. It's just like, what else could I possibly think that it's got something to do with me? They've never met me. What could I think? That, they, that they've, they've never even worked with us before. They have no idea what we're all about. So how could I possibly take it personally? Are you understanding where I'm going with this?
Number eight, uh, lots of salespeople self-sabotage because of fear of success. You get a salesperson who's never made more than $100,000 a year, and you can bet exactly where they're going to stop selling. You know where it's going to be? When they get to $100,000 a year. If you want them to sell 100 widgets, and you're willing to give them $1,000 per widget, and they've made $100,000, that's great. But if you want them to sell 200 widgets, and you're willing to give them $1,000 per widget, and they could potentially make $200,000, you better make sure you only give them $500 a widget. Because they're going to stop when they get to $100,000. Because most people are more afraid of success than they're afraid of failure. Most of you are more afraid of success than you are of failure. This is not the time or the place to explore that, but I promise you it's true. Write it down. Think about it. Number nine, you allow outside distractions to interfere with your sale. The last time we were in this building, I was closing a sale. Is anyone with us? Remember what happened? The room caught fire. Yeah, I'm not screaming fire in a crowded room. I'm telling a story that involves the word fire. Everyone relax. I was closing the sale. Right back there, not in this room, the other ballroom, one of the wall sconces caught fire. There was a fire around the wall. I mean, no one was in danger. There wasn't going to be a raging inferno and the whole building burned to the ground. Uh, my team had it under control. Someone was going to get a fire extinguisher. We don't need to get distracted by that. We're here to talk about helping you have a better future. <laughs> I'm serious. But you create, you, you, you get distracted by every little thing that's going on. And you got to understand, a lot of these distractions are being caused by your subconscious. And a lot of these distractions are being caused by your prospect whose own subconscious is getting triggered by the possibility of making a massive change in their life so they can have a better future, which is unfamiliar to them. So they're getting triggered. Are you trying to tell me something, Julie? Okay. <laughs> Julie loves attention, everyone. She does it. No, no, don't do that. All right. Um, that's a distraction. We're not going to get distracted. We're going to stay focused. But that's what happens, right? The sales, like everyone's like going all over the place. You've got to stay focused. What are we here to do? I'm in service of my prospect. I'm not going to allow all kinds of other shit to distract me. Um, and last and not least, there's no strategy. There's no sales strategy. There's no sales system. There's no sales methodology. It's just a simple mechanical problem that no one ever taught you how to sell, sell and set up a sales process. Throughout the day today, session two, session three, we're going to teach you step by step by boring ass step 
which by the way is exactly what is going to be a problem for some of you. Some of you are going to get distracted because you want to get a thrill and you're going to mentally check out of the lesson. Don't do that. Stay focused on the prize. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Tune in next week for more lessons from the vault.